Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag Dort Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? You're looking crisp or sounding crisp tonight, Richard. It's going to be a good one. Good. Very yes. excited about today's topic, so let's get after it. This is exciting. And uh, once again, for those of you just listening on the iTunes or on Stitcher or Google Play, we're also going to uh, try to incorporate a, a video aspect of this as well. Davey's Twitch account, twitch.tv slash rvond. We are... Uh, live streaming that bad boy right now. So check that out during the week. We're going to be doing that a lot, just like uh, we are right now. And as Ryan right said, we have a nice we have a nice episode planned. Uh, but before we get to the topic du jour, Ryan, let's get to the news. All right, Ryan. Uh, HBO on their Twitter account ran. I don't even know if it's fair to call it a teaser. It was more like a teaser for a yeah. teaser. Mm-hmm. Uh, but basically just some images, not even images, just like words uh, and in the right font of Watchmen. And they're just really guaranteeing us that Watchmen is coming in 2019. Just want to let you know that this is a thing that we plan on doing. So Damon so Lindelof, nice. right? So I would say I would say high hopes for Damon Lindelof high and uh, Watchmen. Uh, we are certainly on board for so I would uh, I would get in on that if you haven't yet. And what is it? The the tagline was like nothing ever ends. So is this like a it what happens after is what I'm guessing? Maybe. Yeah. And I mean, they they got their work cut out for them just doing the comic. They don't need to right. come up with this other nonsense. Hopefully, the so hopefully they just do that. Are we doing how much of the original cast is coming back? Because you get I don't think any of them are doing anything right now. No, I don't want them. I don't want any of them recast. You want to recast? Full recast, yeah. No, uh, Jackie Earl Haley is Rorschach. Uh, you want him back? I do. If he wants back in, he can be back in. Well, anybody, he the, can, yeah. He was the best one, don't you think? Yeah, and anybody can do Rorsch, uh, Doctor Manhattan. You just—it's just a voice yeah. at this point, right? Just a big blue wiener. Yeah, really. just swinging. You know, and you know, MTV. Um, MTV. You know, HBO loves that. They just love their. Uh, yeah, there was a whole South Park episode of that, wasn't it? The. Um, do you think there's a subset of Doctor Manhattan adult film? There has to be, right? Like, yeah. I, there has to be. I mean, you can find anything, whatever, whatever milks your Guernsey, you can find it on the internet. It's a good point. Like, yeah. if you, like, whatever the weirdest thing you can think of, it's been topped. Like, whatever yeah. you can even imagine, it's been topped and it's out there. So, on that note, Ryan, I saw you tweeting about this the other day. Will Smith has really quite a filmography ahead of him. He, uh, it's really going to be three straight hits. Uh, <laughs> he's making Bright 2. Yeah. The, yeah, the Netflix too. flop Bright is going to have a yeah. sequel. Suicide Squad is going to have a sequel, and Bad Boys 3 is also going to come out. Now, I did like Bad Boys and Bad Boys 2. I'm I like the Bad Boys. The- they were yeah. great. I like Bad Boys 2 more than I like the original Bad Boys, only because Bad Boys 2 is the most ridiculous movie I think I've ever seen. Like, why, why are 
two Miami street cops like crossing international lines, you know, to like right. go on this raid with like the DEA. Like that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I, no. it's and it's got like three different endings too. It's like, oh, we're done. No, we're not. We're going to Cuba. Like now we're doing this, and you're like, oh my god, this. Is the other thing, too, the part where the the kid comes to date Martin Lawrence's daughter. And they answer the door together and like Will Smith's like pretending to be drunk. Amazing. Yeah. That might be the funniest scene in the movie. Like, well, hey, like not even close. Then the kicker, remember Jay Feely? He tried doing that with his daughter. And, and like yeah. they did like a real uh, like photo this year at her prom. And everybody yeah. got all up in arms because it was like guns. Everybody was like right. losing their minds about this, it. So this isn't bad boys, too. You can't you can't do that. You can't do that. It's not it's a Michael Bay life. movie. You can't do that. Right. We have a lot of Netflix news. Do you want some Netflix news? I guess strap in for some Netflix news. Uh, Stranger Things three apparently is going to be really inspired by the film Fletch, which isn't great because I think I was talking to you guys on the group chat. I think Fletch is one of the most overrated comedies of all time. Yeah, I'm not a big Fletch fan, so I did not really love this news when I heard this news. The people who like the people who like Fletch seem to really like it, and I'm not one of those people. Um, it's like ultimate, like Chevy chase being it's on HBO if you want to watch it, but I'd say skip it. It's just, it's a skip. It's a skip for me. It falls into that category of, you know, some of those movies from the eighties that unless you grew up with it, it's probably not as funny as people will tell you that it is. No, it's not. Most Chevy chase movies are like that for me. Yeah. Uh, Uneven. This is going to be, this is more exciting. American Vandal. Is yeah. getting a season two. Yep. It does not appear as though the Wayback Boys will be in it. It's going to be the two kids that did the documentary. Yeah. They are going to be a part of it, and they are going to be uh, going to a, a Catholic private school to try to solve who is the turd burglar. Right. And there's something, uh, if you watch the trailer, which I'm sure you did, there's an incident yes. that happens called the brownout, which on Chicken Finger Day, everyone starts crapping their shorts. They start Everybody, going, here's a callback. Yeah. They start going Valerie Borchin all over the school. Oh, That's everywhere. a callback. <laughs> That's a callback to the this Olympic minute. The one girl who's just like, yeah, the, I just shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that, that's good enough for me. That is good right enough. in my wheelhouse. Yep. I still think the brown humor. I still think right, right away. And I'm, I do think, you know, poop is funny. I'm in on that. But when they did all, all of season one, when they said who drew the dicks and I think we know who drew the dicks and who did the dicks. Yeah. You're not gonna be. That's not gonna be topped by who's the turd burglar. As good as turd burglar is, who did the dicks is much funnier. Oh, that's much fun. That's much funnier because you you're getting like, you know, other people are like, you know, constantly saying like who who drew the dicks. Like that's like to me like that was part of the the, the charm of the first season. But you know, talking about like chicken fingers and crapping and stuff, I'm I'm all about that. Those are the two it's, of my great loves in life. It's it's, it's fantastic. Pooping so, chicken fingers, you know. And this thing, it's coming out September 14th. This is right around the corner. Yeah, that kind of snuck up on us, huh? I was not ready for that. I knew they announced yeah. the season two, but I didn't realize it was going to be right. this quickly. Uh, and then the week before that, it's going to be Iron Fist season two. Yep. Uh, they released a longer trailer. Am I crazy to think that it doesn't look that bad? I mean, tra- we've been duped by trailers before. We've we've bought into that before. And I, I, but I think in reading all the articles and the they. The people know the showrunners of Iron Fist know that it wasn't great, and they knew they missed. So I think they're trying to correct some stuff now. Like the, you said, the trailer was a little bit more action packed. There's a little bit more, you know, Danny Rand is going full Bruce Wayne. Like he's going out at night, he's skipping his other job. And, you know, uh, what's her name is really Wing. Colleen, Colleen Wing is, Wing. Really, is really worried Colleen about Wing him. Fan. And, you know, so hopefully 
they write the ship with that. It's never going to be great. It's never going to be Daredevil no. because I don't think people care enough about Iron Fist, unfortunately. She was also, he's also rocking like the actual like mask now. Yeah, there was like a one scene where they were. That looks a lot better than what he was working with before. So we'll see. And I think let's make the announcement now, right? At some point, let's say middle of September, middle to end of September. Okay. We'll do a Luke Cage and Iron Fist both season two combo episode. We can call it Heroes for Hire episode. Heroes for Hire season twos. Boom. Boom. Done. Mark it. Yep. Uh, Michelle Wolf and Joel McHale both had their Netflix talk shows canceled. One I get, and the other one I'm kind of like indifferent towards. So Michelle Wolf, um, she went through she went through some uh, some stuff with the you know the correspondence dinner and stuff, and that's that's kind of no surprise to me that that I'm a little surprised, yeah. but I'm not. I'm I not watched that a couple shocked. of those. I watched a couple episodes. I like her. I think she's. Funny. I like her too. Um, and the Joel McHale show, he basically tried to do like the t- the soup again mm-hmm. on Netflix, and it was awful and you could tell like watching it that he didn't want to do it like at all like he just completely mailed it in that's not good Um, no it was it was almost unwatchable like it was it was bad like really bad so i'm not surprised that got canceled at all and i don't think that's really like people i still don't think netflix viewers are thinking talk show or like weekly talk show live talk show you're still thinking binge show right like like, give me a show give me 10 episodes i'm going to pour through these so Maybe it'll work with somebody. I don't know. I know people are watching the Letterman one and, and yeah. whatever, but we'll see. Uh, and then the last bit of uh, Netflix news, uh, Glow Season 3 is, in fact, mm-hmm. happening. That's what we thought. Which, They're moving yeah. to Vegas. I think it'll be good. No brainer. I mean, that, that show's good. It's And it got better. It's one of the rare ones that like got better. I think so. Yeah. I thought Season 2 was better than Season 1. Yeah, I think, I think so, you might be right. Yeah. Um, how about this for a documentary? They're going to be making The Dark Heart of Jason Voorhees, The Making of the Final Friday. You <laughs> just that? the last one? Uh, and then they say The Making of the Final Friday. I am, but like, is this the Final Friday, the movie, the one that was just like... No, this is the one that was that led into Freddy versus Jason. So there's like the image okay. at the very, very end where yeah. you didn't know they were doing the movie with the two of them. Yeah. And they, they put that in with like the like the blade fingers or like the Freddy hand. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. What? Like what? So yeah, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm always interested. I love watching like special features and I love watching how movies get made. And I'm interested to see like why they chose to do this like yeah. now. That it's doesn't on, make I don't a lot of sense to me. So maybe there's something in there that I'm intrigued. Maybe there's something about that movie like I don't know. So I'm could intrigued be. by that a little there, bit. There absolutely could be. Yeah. Hold on to your, your nips. Oh, uh, and then the last bit of news I have, Ryan, is apparently Tim Miller, who directed Deadpool 1. Yeah. He, remember, was originally on board for Deadpool 2, and right. then something happened, then he was, he was out on that. Uh, apparently, he was going to have the Fantastic Four in Deadpool 2 somehow, and they were going to fight the juggernaut, I guess. Well, they're both is Fox, right? So yeah, Deadpool's it, Fox. It so that would have yeah. could have worked. Um I think a lot of stuff and um listening to Mac and Goo talk about the X X Men movie franchise and those like Dark Phoenix and New Mutants kind of being shelved. Yeah. Um you gotta wonder if this like Fox Disney deal was in has been in the works for like a really long time. And probably, that's why they've yeah. kind of put like the kibosh on stuff like that because they knew that this was probably going to happen and that Fox was selling off all their all their movie rights. So Maybe that would have been, I don't know. Um, and which Fantastic Four are you going to put in it? Are you going to do new people? Are you going to put in the ones that stunk? Are you going to put in the like the like Jessica Alba and like 
Michael no, no, Chiklis. no. Like, those I, ones. I, I think they probably considered the crappy, crappy fan four movie because that was the most recent. And I don't right. know if they signed multi film deals or what they ended up doing. If I not, I think they, they were just recast. They probably did. I think. I think, I think the did. hope was they were going to have multiple movies. I hope they don't. Oh, my God. They won't. They're not going to. They're not going that to. That was an absolute dung heap. That's one of the worst comic movies of all time. Uh, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. I mean, it's not close. Especially it, even compared to the ones that came out you know, 15 years ago where they didn't have as good as special effects and everything. This is just as bad as those. Well, I mean, that it was just as bad as those, but at least those movies were self-aware enough to like at least add some camp to it and add some like right. silliness to it. Yeah, this where that was just shit. like dead serious and... Super serious, dark and serious shit. No, vi- no villain until like the last ten minutes, and then he died. Yeah, and they have like one of the best villains in Marvel, and they didn't even like right. use him. Yeah. They didn't even use him. That's brutal. Stupid stuff. You ready? For, stuff. You ready for your thing, Ryan? Let's hit it. Let's do this. It's time for Davey's video game minute. Even if it takes more than a minute. All right, so just to point out, um, if you guys want to keep up with like all the video game news and stuff like that, um, check out mammothgamers.com. They're doing a great job. They're hosting our, our podcast. They've been super supportive of us. So Albert and the team over there, you guys have been great. Thanks so much. Um, a bit of news um, that I wrote about for them recently, uh, the James Gunn uh, firing. So he's, he's done. Um, and I kind of gave my thoughts on that for Mammoth Gamers and uh, kind of let the people know what I thought about it. And uh, I don't know if you agree with me, Richard, but, it, you know, you, where does the buck stop with that kind of with that thing? I mean, where does it? You got some bad boys in there. Sure. You, know, you, got, you got Josh Brolin, who's in all these, you know, he's in two. It was the summer of Josh Brolin. And, you know, people just sweep under the rug that, he, you know, he beat well, up Diane about- Lane. We've talked about this before. No, I know. It's brutal. You, we talked about this before where it does seem like more people have been getting in trouble for things that they said than for things that they actually physically did. Which it, There's it, more it's more of that, which rampant. is bizarre. Yeah. It's rampant. It's in sports. It's in entertainment. It's in like, it's crazy to me that that stuff goes on. Um, but to give you some news and notes for this weekend in terms of video games, uh, we're seeing a bunch of new trailers now for new games. Uh, one that came out today. Um, not to timestamp this whole thing, but uh, Devil May Cry 5, uh, a gameplay trailer for that came out. Um, and when they showed the stuff at E3, when they showed it at um, uh, what other, uh, I forget what other convention they showed it at. Um, it was uh, basically Virgil, who was Dante's brother. Um, Virgil and Dante, great uh, liter- literary references there. Um, oh, yeah. Sure. Uh, so, and so in the gameplay trailer to that drop today, Dante actually shows up. Um, and he drives some sort of motorcycle that can be split into two and then used as weapons. So that was sort something. of like a Nintendo Switch controller. Yeah, like he's riding the motorcycle, then like takes it apart Pops and starts off. like yeah, yeah and sense. starts beating people over the head with it. So that's that seemed interesting to me. I don't know. Um, you know what? I, the, the always problem I had with the Devil May Cry games is you have these sweet guns, and they're not worth a goddamn. They are just not worth anything. Like they do nothing. They do nothing. Um, so. I mean, make those things like worth using is what I'm saying. Um, So coming off the heels of our fighting games podcast, a a trailer for Soul Calibur six came out today. Hey, now. Hey, now. So that looks interesting in that you create kind of your own fighter and you take them on like this, like weird fighting pilgrimage to like take over lands. That's what it looks like from the trailer. So it's a little bit different. Yeah, you can get yeah. in on that. It's completely custom, so you can do like chainmail armor, or you can be a samurai, or you can be some weirdo with bladed nunchucks. What kind of fighter would you be if you could choose any kind of fighter to be? 
to create if you're creating yourself what would be the best kind of fighter to be um ooh. i mean you have to kind of go samurai right if you're talking swords yeah ha- i mean it's almost like you have to I-, yeah. I don't know or do you go like big like hunking like two-handed broadsword like a claymore you know what i mean ooh, yeah you yeah that's for not a- bad I'm much more of an elusive fighter. Like you're more of like a straightforward like brawler. Come, come so, like, at you and just get knocked right out. Yeah, you're coming right to the center of the ring and just swinging. You know what I mean? <laughs> just it's so, over one way or the other quickly. Yeah. One way or the other, it's getting it's getting done quickly. Yeah. So, um, other game news. So, Just Cause Four. Uh, a lot of people are into like Just Cause. I never was. I thought it was silly. Um, but um, so. Trailer for that. There's a tornado. He seems this guy Rico seems to be chasing it down and and having a good time with it and just you know having having fun out there Speaking with his of guns. Tornadoes, and his I did a uh, a run through of Paperboy. Oh other. yeah, I didn't see I didn't see it yet. I was gone yeah. for the most of the, I was gone for like a long weekend and I didn't the, see it yet. But the screen's terrible, so I I just filmed it again with my phone. And for some reason, the screen kept on like changing color. It was like the way the phone was reflecting off of the screen. Oh no, it gave yeah. you a seizure. So I, I would urge everybody not to watch it. But uh, just sat right down, just just took it. You know, Monday through Sunday, no problem. Paper delivering papers, moving them around, avoiding guys. You know, with guns and everything else. It was a good time. So, uh, yeah, it's a good time. I, the, we call it the ghetto stream. We don't like to do socioeconomic things, though. We don't like to like do that. But bootleg stream, I think, is more. Bootleg stream is, is more, more. Yeah, PC. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I know we get to get to the topic du jour. But, yeah, but um, yeah. So the, uh, Sony is now coming out with new PlayStation Four controllers. Something they haven't really done. They're new colors now, which is oh. nice. Ooh. So I think they're trying to go with like Xbox does. They have like that elite controller. They're kind of like getting into that market. Where they okay. have like those like souped up controllers that people use. That's um, and and the game Spyro for the kids uh, has been pushed back. So that was supposed to come out, I think, this year, and I think it's getting pushed to next year. So all right, very sad on the Spyro front, but there we go. News and notes, video game minute, boom, bad. Well, Ryan, let me ask you this: Are you ready for yeah. the topic du jour? I forget what that is. Oh, it's the topic of the day. And oh, thank today, you. Yeah. It is summer camp movies because we figure summer is running out. This is sort of the the very end of summer. Maybe uh, kids are returning from their summer camp or however the hell that works. Uh, so we figured this was the last opportunity we had this year anyway to talk about summer camp movies. There's a good amount of them, and I would say they're pretty polarizing. Like There are some that I think are pretty good. I was looking it up. A lot of the critics think a lot of them are trash movies. I was really surprised. Oh, so let's just kind of kick it around here. We're not going to really we're not going to do a top 10. We're just going to kind of do best worst, some of the best characters, best counselors, best and worst camps and all yeah. of that stuff. So when I first say summer camp movie, yes. what's the first one that pops into your head? Uh two. Um Meatballs and Wet Hot American Summer. All right, why don't you start with Meatballs because I'm I'm a bigger fan of Wet Hot and I can get into that more. So get, give me so, some Meatballs. So Meatballs uh a, a Bill Murray movie that my voice just cracked something fierce. Did you hear that? Well, Bill Summer Murray, I sounded like Al Caprillion. Um, Hi, precious. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this was kind of like the the camp movie that kind of started all this like camp movie thing, uh, where Bill Murray's the the lead counselor at a summer camp at Camp uh, North Star. Camp North Star, and they this is where they the camp across the lake, Camp Tiger Claw, is where all the rich kids go. And so we just have this ragtag group of misfits who are at this summer camp. They're, you know, they're making out, you know, they're necking. They're sure. doing all summer camp counselor things. The kids are idiots. 
Um, and it's uh, it's a fun movie. It's a very uneven movie, though. So it yeah. seems as though it's a series. They shot like a series of like vignettes that just like this is what the movie's about. Then they completely switch gears and go to something else because it starts out with like Bill Murray has this relationship with this kid, Rudy, who's a little bit of an outcast, like no one really likes him, who's played by Chris Makepeace, who's just a really creepy looking preteen. Um, and he takes him running. So he kind of takes him under his wing. Then it switches gears and then it's about like these CITs and like their relationships and like they're making out and they're having the summer of their lives. Then all of a sudden we're in this competition. No explanation. We're in this basketball game with Camp Tiger Claw. <laughs> Obviously. yeah. And then all of a sudden we're in like this thing with like this uh, Camp Olympics thing. with Camp- So like it doesn't really tie together yeah, right, that well. Right. It's kind of um, but a bunch of ideas slapped together. Yeah. But it's a it's none of these movies we're going to talk about next would exist uh, in terms of like camp comedies, because right. I think the the horror predates the comedy. But um, uh, Meatballs is kind of like the granddaddy of uh, of all summer camp movies. Yeah, right. I think the, yeah, the idea of doing a comedy at a summer camp. And so I go yeah. in, in the other one that you named it, Wet Hot American Summer, which yeah. came out in 2001. And I was shocked and appalled when I looked up the Rotten Tomatoes numbers. What, what do was you th- it? What do you think the critics gave Wet Hot American Summer? I was going to if I were to say like what would I give it? Like where would I put it? I would say like a like low 70s like See, I would even say in the 80s. I mean, well, but again, that's different because I mean, how many Infinity Stones would you give Wet Hot? Uh, like four five, and a half, five, four right? And a half, five. five. Yeah. It's that good. Yeah. 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 So the critic, 33%. That, like, they just don't get it because it's like, it's not like it's so outrageous, some of the stuff yeah. that's in there. And so I guess, like, you know, the scene where they go into town and do drugs all day and then come back and everything's fine. Yeah. Like, they just like don't get it, I guess. And like that, or like when the kid, you know, he like, kills the kid basically at one point yeah. and like yeah, they throw out of it. i'm sure critics were like oh my god that's disgusting like what are yeah. they doing or like that's stupid but i i think this is like the it's it's a cult movie like people love like people love this movie knowing that it's not i think the problem with film critics and stuff like this is you have to be objective like you have to say like this is quantifiably good and bad like yeah. the way you shot this like the fact that it's sunny outside and then you cut to an interior shot and it's raining like stuff like that. Like that sucks. Like that's not good filmmaking. I get it. But like, but come on, the movie, it's fun. It's funny. It's and like, fun. it's, it's, yeah. it's super yeah. funny. The cast is outrageously talented. The cast um, I is think. really good. Yeah. And you can tell that a lot of it's like improv. Yeah. Which is, which is awesome. Uh, my favorite character is Gene, the cook. Gene, the Let's cook is bit. great. Yeah. My Here's favorite to me, Mr. Kickass, you know, <laughs> My favorite's Andy, played by Paul Rudd. He's just oh, yeah. he's the guy with with the you know the the jean jacket all the time. He's too cool for school. His girlfriend is Katie Finnerty, and he's just the man. Like he doesn't care, but he's he's also making out with Elizabeth Banks half the movie. Yeah, like Which he doesn't like, care about the kids. Yeah, it's good for him. And like everything, everything good happens to Paul Rudd, and not you yes. know he's making out with uh, uh, what's her name? Her name is Connie in uh, Mighty Ducks. Connie from the Mighty Ducks. He's making out with her, and then he's yes. making out with a. A yes. rather young Elizabeth Banks. I mean, he, he could do a lot worse than that. Yeah. She's wearing a pair of shorts in one scene there. Um, yeah, it's good. <laughs> so, so that takes place. It takes place outside of Waterville, Maine. So it's a, yes, it's it a New England camp, Camp it's Firewood. Camp. Yep. And, you know, Bradley Cooper is good. Amy Poehler is good. Janine Garofalo. I mean, mm-hmm. it's funny. I mean, it's outrageous, too. Then some of the stuff at the end with Nigel from Frasier. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like it doesn't make any sense, some of the stuff, but it's yeah. good. And then the stuff they did for Netflix 
was actually pretty good too. Not as funny as the movie, I don't think, but they did a couple series you should check out where they do like a, you know, like a prequel, then like a 10 years earlier and a 10 years later or whatever it was. But yeah. For they did first day of camp and then ten day, ten days oh, ten first, years. That's what it was. First day of camp and then ten and years what's later. The funniest part to me is that generally the people in those shows look good. Like Paul Rudd still looks good. Amy Poehler still looks good. Um, Bradley Cooper obviously. Uh, they brought in uh, Chris Pine for one of those one of those things. And um, Chris Pine took Cooper's spot, I think. Right. Something like that. No, was- he he played like a musician who was like in a cat and whatever. No, no, but, no, you're thinking of. Um, Oh, no, no, no. Chris Pine, yeah. But then they also yeah. brought in Adam Scott. Yes, yeah. to take over, yes. But um, Michael Showalter, who plays Coop in the in the first Day of Camp series. Oh, my God. Awful. <laughs> <laughs> he looks awful. He, gained, he, must like have a, gained, he must have gained 80 pounds of bad weight. And none of it good. Like, no. like you wear it, like, you know, you wear it. So it's just all but he like, just, like here. Into like, it too. Yeah. like he's wearing like cut off to like shirts and stuff. And like, and he's got like the puka shell necklace or like the shell necklace. That's like way too tight on him. So it's good. just a terrible look. Awful. I also love how in, in what hot where he's, so he's the guy who, who he loves Katie Finnerty, like the, the loves her. And he's like, so nice to her. She's nice to him. And then at the end, like he thinks he has a chance and she's like, no, like, I'm with Andy. Super hot. Like I just yeah. like, he treats her like shit. He's like, oh, he's like super hot. I'm gonna he's just hot. like I like you. You're a nice guy. Yeah. But. So that that one to me is good. And that one. So uh, my wife had never seen it before until like a year ago, and it's like one of her favorite movies now because she she actually went to summer camp. I didn't. But I she, did. I was a, I was a okay. summer camp kid, and uh, so it's probably even funnier to you guys who who like can see some of the stuff that's going on there. Yeah, and it's it's real. Like you have that kid. Like there's that kid in every single cabin. Like no matter how old they are, they're like just the whole summer he just didn't shower. Ugh. And like counselors tell me, like, dude, like I was a counselor up until I was like 17 or something like that, and I was like, you got like I'm gonna get in trouble. Like it's to the point now where like I'm gonna get in trouble. It's if a real you don't problem. shower. You need to hit the shower, and you know you yeah. wind up like throwing a kid and like, can I go with my clothes on? And you're like, fine. Yeah. Like fine, I don't care. Just Whatever go, just you want to do. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, smelly camps, what about heavyweights? <laughs> 1995's heavyweights. I know you're not a huge fan. No, I am. I like heavyweights, but the problem I have with heavy, uh, I like heavyweights. Um, the issue I have that I've always had is Ben Stiller, and in so far as the character he plays in Dodgeball, which is another good movie, yes, is Quite ruined. Good. Because like it's the it's the same character as Tony Perkis. It's the exact same character. Well, maybe it's a shared universe, and maybe, maybe it is. He I don't know his name. It could make sense after being a mm-hmm. uh, failed fitness guru in heavyweights. Maybe he becomes another like kind of fitness guru who is also yeah. a, a thought. But so just take heavyweights on its own. So before dodgeball is even made, yeah, that's because you've always asked the question, and it's a good question. Is Ben Stiller ever the funniest character in a movie? And Never. the answer is yes. Heavyweights. Never. Heavy, yes. Heavyweights. heavyweights. And that's the one exception. But I would say that the fact that he re- he's like, oh, yeah, that worked. And then recycled that character makes heavyweights inherently lame. But I cannot. No, I'm not going to punish heavyweights because two of my favorite comedic actors of all time are Vince Vaughn and Will yep. Ferrell. Yes. They don't play a lot of different characters. That's true. Okay. That's true. <laughs> they play. They play there's a lot of overlap there with those guys, but 
Heavyweights was really good. It just some of the stuff they had, like Keen, a young Keenan Thompson was in there. Yep. A uh, a young Goldberg who was just in the news recently, uh, probably a future pick of the pod. He yeah. was he was in that film. Uh, it's called Camp Hope, and they're trying yep. to get these fat kids to be skinny. And nothing yep. beats Tony Perkis. I'll still say this line every once in a while that lunch has been canceled due to lack of hustle. I'll still say it. I'll, I'll I love it. There's that, and then there's that pause, and he goes, "Deal with it." You know, what I mean? <laughs> you know. Um, and I love that the the big in meatballs, the big athletic event at the end of the summer is like this road race that we're like, you know, they, they have to like race like a five k or something like that, right. or like a cross country trail, which I think is a five k. And then this one, it's like, no, we're gonna ride go karts because we <laughs> we're not running anywhere. But that's one that it had the they had the blob, which is the first say, time I've ever seen they that. They popped the blob. Oh, that's so sad for those yeah. guys. So it's sad. So sad. Because that thing was the coolest thing ever. But but that is it. Heavyweights is good. I do like heavyweights. What do you um, think? What do you think uh it got from Rotten Tomatoes? Heavyweights? Uh probably not good. I would say like in the fifties. Twenty nine percent. Ew. So th- Rotten Tomato critics do not like summer camp movies. Huh? No, they don't. How, however, uh, I should have mentioned the audience score on Wet Hot was 76. And the audience yeah. on Heavyweights was 77. Okay, yeah. So that, people, those, like the, people like the like movies. Movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, um, they are. One that I really liked, and it was because it came out, it came out in 94. So I was 13 years old. Um, right around this right age was the movie Camp Nowhere. Oh, which yeah. is which is awesome. So the idea is that these kids, they're all supposed one's supposed to go to uh, fat camp and one's supposed to go to computer camp and one's supposed to go to like drama school and one's supposed to go to, like this com- like computer programming, whatever. And they all trick their parents into sending them to like this abandoned camp where they just do nothing all summer. And I remember thinking like that. That's the life is being like <laughs> free. Yeah, just free. And the, I don't know uh, what she's doing now, but the young woman um, in that movie who was the, the supposed to be like the drama camp uh, hot resident hot blonde. Who was she, that? She, she was something else. I do not know. But 13-year-old uh, me was, was all about it. Well, I don't know what she's up to now. Sure. I don't know what she's up to. But a great... What's up? What's up? If you're listening. Um, Christopher Lloyd is in the movie and he plays like the uh, he's an actor, like a failed actor who like runs the camp, like pretends to run the camp. So I love I love Camp Nowhere. Do you ever see this one? I've not seen Camp Nowhere. You've never seen Camp Nowhere? I'll add it to the list. Yeah, I'll add it to the um, list. Yeah. Mud. Mud's um, early favorite for guy I would hang out with at summer camp. And I'll, okay. we'll get into that a little bit later. But all right. That's yeah. pretty good. Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw and, and this is a, an obvious one. Uh, Friday the 13th. Yeah, you know, I mean, I mean, it's, hard to beat Camp Crystal. Camp Crystal Lake is probably the most uh, well recognized name of any camp, like fi- yes. fi- fictional camp, right? Yep, it has to be right. If 12, you say Camp Crystal Lake to anybody, yeah, you know exactly. So, twelve movies in the franchise. Not all of them are out of camp. One's in space. One's in Manhattan. One's That's in right. hell. But yeah. most of them are at Camp Crystal Lake. Uh, Jason and Mrs. Voorhees. Tommy Jarvis who is in, I think, four of the 12 movies. So one of the main kind of yeah. uh, you know, assistant characters. But it's a good one. And that's sort of – you mentioned how you know, Meatballs got the horror – the comedy camp movies going. This obviously got the horror movie, mm-hmm. the horror camp going. So you can go there. One of two things can happen. Either you can laugh your ass off or you can get murdered. You can like, get murdered. There's no in between. Two, those are two things. But 
I, I would say Friday the 13th, the original, or even part two, I would throw in, on, in onto the list of best summer camp movies. Yeah, for me, it was, I always thought, and this might be a hot, it's not, it's a warm take. It's one of your signature warm takes. Give me a warm take here. I always thought Friday the 13th, part two was better than the original. That's a nice bathwater take That's right a nice there. Because people, there's like going to be like 50-50. You see, speaking of the cat, you see the cat? I saw the black cat. That's, Look at him back there. Uh, yeah. he's, he's having a good time. So that's, he's having a time. Yeah, part two might be, well, I don't know. I think I like the first one better, but there's yeah. no actual like big hockey mask Jason. Actually, there's yeah, right. hockey mask Jason in two. Right? Hockey mask Jason. I think he gets hat? it. In, wearing a bag? Yeah. Bag. He's wearing a bag on his head, yeah, with the one eye. Yeah. It's I went like this and I closed really the one eye. Really yeah. think about it. It's kind of amazing how iconic Jason is where Jason, like the like the Jason that you like close your eyes and see isn't in a good movie. That's true. You know, like, least, like true, Michael yeah. Michael Myers and Freddy were in good movies. Yeah, even Leatherface was in, in a good movie. And then, right. They, they yeah. were all in shit movies too. Right. But Jason's really not in any good movies. But anyway, <laughs> I, I have two others that I would include somewhere on the good list. Uh, Adam's family values, which I was wondering where we were going to, where we were going to place this because I think a lot of it takes place at camp Chippewa where Wednesday and uh, Pugsley go. Right. And then you remember the kid who liked Wednesday. His name was Joel. It was yep. played by a young David Krumholtz. Yes, it was. So they had a nice thing going on. Also, this is a nice little, uh, trip down memory lane. The popular girl at camp, Amanda Buckman was played by an actress named Mercedes McNabb, who played yes. Harmony in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Huh. Everything's connecting. Everything's, Everything's connected. connected. The Whedonverse. Christine Baranski turns in a hell of a performance as the uh, the camp leader there. So. She does. She does. Now, that's, that's a combination. It's a wedding movie and a camp movie. Yes, it is. It, I think it, I think it would qualify for both lists. I just like the, like the images of Wednesday and Pugsley at like a summer camp because like you think of summer camp as like oh these kids are having such a great time and everything and then you have them who are miserable and it's just it it, it was good and uh, give summer camp a bit of the macabre oh a lot of the macabre sure yeah right. sure wednesdays yeah wednesday doesn't really feel in summer camp um let's see so the ones that are kind of like on the cusp i would say as like summer camp movies um what about uh like moonrise kingdom like you saw that right yes camp uh, so- ivanhoe Camp Ivanhoe. So that's you know that's um, the weird one. Bruce Willis, Ed Norton. I I didn't love Moonrise Kingdom, but it was like all right, that's a Wes Anderson movie. It's a it's an absolutely Wes Anderson movie, (laughs) and one that you can just um, it's great for one of those movies. It's quiet enough where you can put it on if you want to go to sleep, and then you can just kind of ignore it. And it's got like that. It's very like whimsical, so you have like the the music going on in the background. Right. Um, so that's kind of like on the cusp for me. Uh, another one that I remember loving and that did not age well at all was Ernest Goes to Camp. Have you seen that recently? That was on my list. That was absolutely was on my list. list. I think. Yeah. A little little sidebar here, Ryan. Yeah. How, what is the legacy of the Ernest movies? See, that's the thing. I don't think if you showed a kid an Ernest movie, uh, as a uh, we'll sidebar the sidebar. I showed my four year old daughter today because I think it just came on Netflix recently. Pee Wee's Playhouse. Ooh, well, Pee Wee's not for everybody. I remember even but when I was little, Pee Wee, I was not all about. Right, but she's like enamored by it. She's like, okay, this is crazy. Like the chair can hug him. Like this is nuts. Like everything in his house is alive. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty cool. That's, yeah. Um, so that age, so. Little kids would like that, but if you showed like an eight-year-old, like Ernest goes to camp, he'd be like, 
what the hell is this? Like, who is he talking to? Who's Vern? Like, oh, what, I love Vern. Aren't we Vern? We're all Vern, aren't we? I think we are all Vern. We, the, we are the collective Vern. We're all Vern. So, like, We're if you try to, Vern. like, explain that to a kid, they'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? I did. I seriously, I was, when I was going over some of the things uh, for this episode, mm-hmm. I start, my mind just started going through. Me and Shark used to watch all the Ernest movies all the time. And so sure. Camp, Scared Stupid, Goes to Jail. There's, yeah. like, on down. There's, like, five or six of them, I think. And I'm thinking to myself, like, if I was an adult when these movies came out, like, what would I have? What would I have thought about? Like, it's so, but like, there's nothing like it. No, like, there what, isn't. What, like, how do you, how would you explain the earnest movies to some, like the same thing you were saying, like if you showed a little kid or even if you just found another adult that was like, yeah, I've never even heard of that. Where would you begin? I don't know. I mean, all right. Who's Ernest? All right. Ernest is kind of like this weird redneck kind of like janitor guy. Who's like, kind of like a dummy. And, but like he talk, he breaks the fourth wall, like constantly. And it's like, but you're the fourth wall is named Vern. So he's talking to, hey, Vern, like he's talking to Vern the whole time, but you're Vern. So is he Deadpool? Essentially, he's like the summer camp jail. Ernest is Deadpool. Halloween Deadpool. Yeah, He's Deadpool without a mask. That would be a great bit for Ryan Reynolds to do. He would do like a like Ernest. A Ernest bit. But like, he's, we should write that in. He's kind of a forgotten uh, like movie legend, if you ask me. Because think Kinda. about it. He... He played so Jim Varney, right? Pick of the pot. Yep. Pick of the pot. He played this character Ernest, who is the lead character in like is in every scene of every one of these movies, and they made yep. multiple movies. They made, I think they made five that were in the theater. I would say four, four or five, yeah. And then there were some direct to DVD one or video. Yep. Like it's just yep. it's and is he in anything else? I don't think he was in the Beverly Hillbillies. He was in that. Oh, okay. He was in that movie where he played right, Jed right. Clampett. So, um, but like, yeah, he made a career out of like being earnest. Oh my God. It's fascinating to me. I mean, there's gotta be yeah. more There's, there's gotta be like the E true Hollywood story. If they even do those anymore. Oh, Jim, Jim Varney. Jim yeah. Ernest. It has to be. Right? And Vern. I'd watch one on Vern. And <laughs> yeah. Who is Vern? We are Vern. We're, we're Vern. You're Vern. Yeah. No, you're Vern. That, oh, by um, the way, that was Camp Kakaki. And uh, camp was, was spelled with a K. I thought it was, thought it was Kikaki. Oh, Kikaki. It was a camp Kikaki. Yeah. Kakaki. I like Kakaki, Kikaki. better. Camp Kikaki. Kikaki. With, yeah. and it was camp was spelled with a K. Um, I'm just looking through the list right now of like best summer camp movies. Uh, ones that are worth mentioning. Uh, Race for Your Life, Charlie Brown is a good one. Uh, White Whitewater Summer with Sean Astin and Kevin Bacon is a good one. Uh, oh, I don't know if it's... That's more of like an outward bound, not like a summer camp kind of thing. But, okay. Uh, that's that's a good one. Uh, let's see. The There's another trap. one I wanted to mention. Parent, the parent trap. trap. We involved, have to mention uh, the parent trap. Camp Walden in Maine. Yeah, the original or uh, Lindsay oh, Lohan. The Lindsay Lohan one. You could do that Lindsay one. Lindsay Lohan one is good. Uh, let's see. American Pie Band. No, uh, we're not gonna talk about that. Uh, I got, let's see. I think that's what else you got. I was gonna say I got a couple for worst. I got a lot for worst. Can I start with uh, yes, you can with Sleepaway Camp? Please do. So Goo has mentioned Sleepaway Camp many times on Mac and Goo, including uh, some of the Halloween episodes and and spooktaculars that we've done. Yeah, and so some of this is based off of what what he has told me because I don't think I've se- I've either not seen Sleepaway Camp or I haven't seen it in forever. But bottom line is this: it came out a few years after Fire the Thirteenth, so they're piggybacking off of the horror uh, camp movie. So what happens is. There's these two kids. There's like there's a boy and a girl, and they're swimming. They're not at the camp. They're just swimming yep. in a lake 
all of a sudden some lunatic comes like a bat out of hell. He's like pulling like a, like a water skier and this boat murders one of the kids, murders one of the kids. So now the, the other kid has to live with their aunt. Right, because I think the, the parents die or something. I think it ended up moving on with the aunt. I believe this is what it is. Maybe I'm missing something. Just, just go yeah, along yeah. with that. Right, I'm a storyteller. Yeah. So then it goes on to live with the, <laughs> with the aunt, right? Sure. So then the aunt's raising the kid. Eight years later, eight years later, they send that kid to the same camp where the counselor murdered their sibling. That's just bad parenting, right? And so now, now you have. Uh, so it's the girl now, right? I think her name is Angela. So she goes to the camp after her brother. Let's just say I'm putting brother in quotes. But her right. brother is dead, right? So the girl's going to camp. So the whole movie is this girl. They're they're picking on the girl. They hate the girl. They don't like the girl. People start turning up dead. People are, everywhere they go, they're turning up dead. But they're all ruled accidents. Like all of them. They're all different ways. They've all been ruled accidents. And you're starting to get a trend here that it's people that are picking on this girl. Right. Oh, and now there's mm-hmm. one guy that likes the girl. And so he sticks up for the girl. So you, you're thinking maybe it's him. Maybe it's him. Turns out it's the girl who's doing it. But she's not a girl. She's actually a guy. Spoiler alert. It's an M. Night Shyamalan twist. She is revealed to have a penis the entire time, Ryan. And and, yeah. and it was the trees. No, that you're thinking of the happening again. No, no, it wasn't the trees. No, it no, wasn't the trees. No, it was it was this it was this boy who was okay. who grew up as a girl because he lived with his aunt and his aunt always wanted a girl and so raised oh. him as a girl and so but at the end he just rocks out with his cock out and you're like <laughs> holy smokes and so anyway uh, this movie which is a camp uh, camp Arawak eighty percent on Rotten Tomatoes what come on like you get I don't get it. Now, I don't think there was a lot. I'm guessing there was not a lot of critics. You know, sometimes back that in, happens where it's like. Back in like 83, whenever that movie came out. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, maybe Goo can correct me, but I'm pretty sure that's how the movie played out. So I'm sure he. Oh, 83, Sleepaway Camp. Yep. 1983, Sleepaway Camp. And so it's one of the. They say it's like a shocking twist ending of any movie ever. And so this girl the whole time was raised. But this movie involved like. At one point, the girl who we know is a boy, we know is a boy, like the cook tried to like rape her or something. Then there was, um, she had like flashbacks to when she caught like her father and like her father's like male friend having an affair. Like, there's a lot of weird kind of things. That, not that it's weird, but like she she didn't think that that's what he was into. Like, there's just all kinds of stuff in this movie, and yet apparently critics really liked it. Yeah, there's a lot of you're there's a lot to unpack there. Very there's a, lot to unpack. There's a ton to unpack there. Yeah. But I would, I, would I don't put know if it, I want to. I would put it on the you bad. But and then this the- this spawned a bunch of sequels. Yes. Uh, including I believe it was Bruce Springsteen's real life sister later played the character of Angela. Really? Who was like actually a dude. But had like her, <laughs> had their penis removed, I believe. Yeah, real Ray Finkel situation. <sighs> Say hello to Mister Kanish. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's that's a bad one. And I would say it's what's worth mentioning is any meatballs that's not the original meatballs is awful. And I believe it culminated with Meatballs Four, in which the lead role was played by Corey Feldman. Um. And this is when uh, 
Corey's not doing so well. Um, Corey is, we're out of that like teenage phase. I think uh, Corey Haim was doing a movie. Uh, if anyone has seen this movie called Prayer for the Roller Boys, um, I'm out. Which is, oh yeah. And it was a movie that was a post apocalyptic gang movie starring Corey Haim, in which there was this uh, street gang that was run by rollerbladers, if you can believe that. <laughs> so if you've seen Prayer for the Roller Boys, please. Uh, you know, but uh, yeah. 1992, a lot of neon, terrible movie. Uh, is called Meatballs 4 to the Rescue. Brutal. So you don't want to see that movie. What about so that's a, that's a bad one. What about Camp Cucamonga? Came out in 1990 with Jennifer Aniston and Brecken Meyer. Now, Brecken how, Meyer. About, how about this cast as well? So they said yeah. the primary, this was from like uh, Wikipedia probably. It said the family film served primarily as a vehicle to cast a variety of stars from popular TV series of that era, including John <laughs> Ratzenberger from Cheers, yeah. yep. Brian Robbins from Head of the Class, Chad Allen from My Two Dads, Candace Cameron from Full House, Josh Savanio and Danica McKellar or Winnie Cooper from the Wonder yep. Years, Urkel yep. from Family Matters, and then a couple of others that were in, like they were all in this freaking movie. What is happening? And let's see. Gonna, that came out in 1990, so it was a very young Jennifer Aniston. I think that dare I say pre-troll Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, yeah, she still had the uh, right around there. She had her nose done. Am I right? Yeah, see, I thought she did, but then there might have been a story that or said she like didn't. Shaved, just like shaved down just a hair. Yeah. Because I remember Leprechaun looked different. Jennifer Aniston looked a little bit different. We're going to have to ask um, Warwick Davis. He'd be the only one who would know. Yeah. <laughs> um, some of the worst camp movies I've seen, there was one called Fired Up, um, which in- involved two bros going to cheerleading camp, which oh, I yeah, watched. Yeah, yeah. On a, and that was just a dung heap. Yeah, so good. Um, it was the kid who played uh, in. Remember the the pre Dumb and Dumber prequel? Uh, he played Jim Carrey. Uh, shit, I forget his name. You'd know him if you saw him. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. I know you're talking about. So he he was in it. It was pretty bad. And the other one was American Pie Band Camp. Yeah, which if sucks. you've ever seen, that was one of probably one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Terrible. Just the, all those American Pie movies were just brutal movies. And what what makes those like? American Pie movies. Is it just like Eugene Levy, like Jim's dad is in it? So it's like all of a sudden it's like American Pie. Is yeah. that how that works? Pretty much. It's got to be like a producer, like, like a similar yeah. producer, just so they could slap the title on it. And then American Pie and, presents. And somebody's name Stifler. Like, and it's like some weird like cousin or like stepbrother or something like that. Like some weird relation to him. They really bastardized the whole thing. Not oh, yeah. good. Not great. Not all good right, what about What about best characters you'd want to hang out with and or the best counselor? Okay, so the best kid I would want to hang out with, again, we talked about this a little bit before, Camp Nowhere, Mud, um, played by uh, I forget, Jonathan Jackson. Is it Jonathan Jackson? I forget. But he's kind of like the mastermind of the whole thing. And I feel like you need that friend who's like going to, like when you're off screwing around and like trying to like make out, like he's going to be the one who's like kind of be yes. a little bit of a stick in the, dare I say it, the stick in the mud. Well, he's going to be like, hey, like, but kind of keeping the whole thing together. You need that friend. Yes. So that kind of keeps you in check. So I think Summer Camp Me needed somebody who would like, and it's always someone that you wouldn't really like hang out with. Right. You know what I mean? Summer Camp friend. 
Yeah, who you just need to like. We need you to be the lookout. At camp, basically. yeah, he's got he's got the good snacks. He's got the exactly. good plans. He, he knows exactly. what he's doing. He's nice. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. Nice to everybody. Everyone gets along with him, and you know he's going to like take care of everybody. Mm-hmm. You need that guy. I agree. You know, I think my counselor of choice would probably not to dwell on the point, but it would probably be Ernest. It would probably be Ernest or Tommy Jarvis. Tommy you know Jarvis. Out of Thomas, Tommy Jarvis. He'd, he'd be a guy you'd, you'd want to hang out with. Um, um, let's see. I would want to be if I were a kid and I wanted to be a counselor. I'd want to be Andy Paul Rudd from uh, the, the the King, where he calls himself in like ten years of the King of Camp. <laughs> He's the King of Camp. <laughs> He's the King so of he, Camp. The King yeah. of Camp. You love that guy. Yeah, he was the man. I think Camp Firewood would have to be the place to go. I mean, that just seemed like Waterville, Maine. Yeah. This, but and the best part, like you said, they go into town and they're like doing like hardcore drugs. Whatever they and, like, want. Old ladies. Yeah. And then they're like, how is town? You're like, it's good to get off camp, even if it's just for an hour. Like all that Amazing. stuff. Amazing. That was pretty awesome. Oh, the other uh, dude, uh, was it Ken Marino? The uh, yeah. with his ridiculous hair and like his short yeah. shorts, he's amazing. That whole thing and like uh, Victor P- Victor Pulak, <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> he like claims like he's had so much sex that he's like never had any. It's like there's always there's always that guy everywhere you go. Yeah, but he, yeah, he's the man. Um, trying to think what else for camps. I mean, you wouldn't want to go to Camp Hope because that just you're you're already you're a fat kid if you're going there. Just too bad. Childhood oh, yeah. obesity is a real thing, Ryan. I don't know if these camps help or not, but but they le- you learn to love yourself, right? You know what I mean. It's not about changing who you are; it's about accepting well, who you are. I mean, that, you know what I mean. No, but I mean that the point is to change physically who you are at those camps. And, and, you know, it's like the average Joe's gym. If we can do that, you don't want to get a little exercise in when you're hanging out with good friends. <laughs> fine, but like we we like you just the way you are. You're average cool, Joe's you know, camp. Yeah, it's just average Joe's camp is what that is. That's all that is. Yep. That's pretty good. I tell you what. Yeah. I tell you what. The camp I'd least want to go to is uh, whatever camp, sleepaway camp you just described to me. Oh, my God. Arawak. I don't want to go. I don't want to go there. There's all kinds of bad news going on there. It's just a a scary scene. And minus the scary stuff, they're they're dealing with a lot of issues that, like, young people just aren't equipped with. Like, how do you identify identify as as gender? You know, it's not as binary as people. You know, that's pretty heavy stuff for kids. It is. You know, I don't know how to deal with that. Um, that and uh, the person uh, Lance Cashman from Meatballs is the guy I'd want to least hang out with. Mm. He's the guy who runs the uh, the sailing. Yeah, and uh, dangerous. And even one of the counselors says Lance Cashman is a total jerk off, and he yeah. says, "Right, I don't jerk off." <laughs> you know, and that's like I don't care for Lance Cashman at all. He's no. a real, he's a real dumb dumb. No, I don't care for that either. Yeah. Ryan, you got anything else on uh, on summer camps? I love summer camp. It was a big part of my life as a kid. Um, the pro- the scariest camp movie I've seen um, uh, is probably Jesus Camp. Ooh, where they go? They, yeah, those like, yeah, those are that was, that's some scary stuff. Um, and not to get not to bring that into it, but we do. Someone mentioned it in the chat on Twitch, and I do want to give a special shout out to our friends at Camp Onawana. Uh, salute your shorts. The television series, which um, great Sunday, Saturday, Sunday morning, uh, Nickelodeon show. No um, doubt, no doubt. Bobby Budnick. I would, I would, wouldn't want to hang out. I would want to hang out with Budnick, the the counselor Ugg, whose name was Kevin Lee, and they called him Ugg Lee. Mm. So there's that. That's so. tough. That's a tough nickname to lug around your <laughs> whole life. <laughs> Salute Your Shorts it is a great show. It didn't. We we're talking about summer camp movies, so obviously we couldn't talk about Salute Your Shorts. Yeah. But we'll strict that so there's the that. record. 
Strict, yeah, that's from the record. But it's it's worth mentioning. I'll it takes what, two. Though, yeah, not yeah. a lot of great movies if you really think about it. Like in the history, like summer camps have gone on for a very long time. Yes, it's Wet Hot American Summer. It's Meatballs. It's Heavyweights. Friday the Thirteenth. That's about it. I mean, you know what I mean. Well, according to critics, it's Sleepaway Camp too. If it, you apparently know, it's Sleepaway Camp. Sorry yeah. to spoil that twist of an ending, but I just maybe need to prepare you for it because it's been out for twenty five years or thirty five years. If you haven't seen it yet, thirty five years. Yeah, you need to see it. All right, let's get on to the next thing, shall we? Hit it. Pick of the bomb. Oh, what do you got, Ryan? Kick received a third uh, so- clinical. I'll I'll go first. I know you got to go. You're you're big timing everybody on the stream right now by by saying you have to go be on TV. No, that's, that's again, not what's happening. No, I got I got another I got another nine minutes here. You know, I got to be on TV too. I got to be on TV playing video games for the people. I'm a man of the we, people. We probably are on TV at some some people's TVs. Yeah, some people see. I guess I'm on someone's TV right now. Somebody, but, somebody's watching this. I guess. Um, but anyway, so I am all caught up with all of my programs. So I'm all caught up. With Better Call Saul, Ooh. I'm all oh, caught Better up. Call Saul is awesome, by the way. I am all caught up with Preacher, which Ooh, is I think worth, one worth a look. I watched the Tom and, Brady episode, and you need. I might have been my pick of the pod before, but I'm all caught up now. Castle Rock on Hulu. If you're not watching that, watch Castle Rock. It is super good. Fr- did you say Fraggle Rock? Fraggle Rock. I want to see that again. Users. Castle yeah. Rock, what do I need to know going in? Anything? Are you aware of the movie Shawshank Redemption? I've seen it. Do you know who Stephen King is? Heard of him? You're good. I'm in. Hulu, you said? Yep. Hulu. On how Hulu. Many, how many episodes? How long are the episodes? Five. About an hour apiece. <sighs> I can do that. You got time. All you right. can do that. Now you said you're all every cu- Wednesday. You said you're all caught up on TV, but I feel like you're not caught up on Luke Cage. That's not TV. That's Netflix. Mm. Uh, I feel like you're not caught up on sharp objects. I read the book. Like I, oh, that's one of those things. Like okay, so you're not going to watch. Wanna, Game of Thrones? Like, you're not going to watch Game uh, of Thrones. Yeah, that's true. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm not going to get into this debate with you. I'm not. I'm not going to like get into this because you're you're right. All right. What is that? What is that? Amy Adams character like in the book? Because she is. She is cuckoo pretty, bananas. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot. I feel terrible for. Her. Oh yeah, cuckoo bananas. Speaking of Game of Thrones. How about this? This is hey, really related. Where'd you get that? Fenway Park today. This oh, is yeah? The, the K-Slayer, Chris Sale bobblehead. He's got all the, the garb on. He even has the metal hand like Jamie Lannister does on his pitching hand. Do you, do you want to make him a Lannister, though? I was going to say, like, the thing, like, your best guy, you want to make him a Lannister? I know, like, Jamie Lannister has had, like, a bit of a redemption tour, but he also has sex with his sister. Right. He's not a great dude. He also pushed Bran out of a tower, although... Right. That may have led to Bran being even more powerful than we will ever know. He did him a favor. So that's true. My pick of the pod, Ryan? Yeah. I'm going comic book. I'm going Darth Maul. Marvel's Darth Maul. Maul. I was devastated to find out that this is sort of a one-off. So this is a collected edition. It's only five issues like put together like a lot of these collected editions are. I wish there was more. So this takes place pre- uh phantom menace and so you get to it's all about darth maul i believe it is canon and i was as soon as i was done and this came out i think last year so it's not brand new but it's it's new to me and as soon as it was as soon as i finished it i'm like oh man i wonder how many more there are and then i was reading up on it and it's like oh it was just a five issue miniseries i was like come on i thought they could have carried now 
I'm sure, and we have we have a lot of Star Wars super fans out there that listen to the podcast. I'm sure they can point me in the right direction of what other Darth Maul material I should read. But this is Cullen uh, Bunn who wrote this. Yeah, did he did a bunch of stuff. He did the Drax run with CM Punk. He was like the co-writer with CM Punk oh, on the Drax yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, and. Uh, what was it that Harrow County? Was it Dr. Jeff that told us to see somebody? Somebody recently told us to, uh, or Dr. Joe, I mean, not Dr. Jeff. Dr. Uh, Jeff. <laughs> Dr. Jeff. That's somebody else altogether. Dr. Joe told us to, I think it was him that said, check out Harrow County, which is also by Colin Bond. But anyway, I would recommend that for Star Wars fans and Darth Maul fans. Sure. Um, one thing I will say too, because um, you brought me brought in the book and you threw me for a loop. So the Spider-Man game that's coming out in three weeks um, for PlayStation Four exclusive, which I don't know if you heard, there's a big uh, Spider-Man game coming out. Oh, I can't wait for that Spider-Man game. Now, is that a PlayStation exclusive, Ryan? It's a PlayStation exclusive, so you don't have a PlayStation, you can't play it. But <laughs> what you can do? <laughs> Did you see that that uh, tweet? I think Marcus from the Boxers might have tw- uh, retweeted it. It was some guy who was like xbox owners when playstation or when spider-man comes out and it's just yeah. a picture of like the pink panther humped over with like his hands like fiddling his thumbs like <laughs> <laughs> so that's a reason to pick up a playstation but there is a get this there is a novel called hostile takeover which is a prequel to the video game so what they've done is they've set up kind of like this universe and to get like a better idea as to like what is going on and who this spider-man is there's an actual book called oh. Spider-Man Hostile Takeover. It's not a graphic novel. It's a book. It's oh, like an actual boy. novel. Are you going to so, get it? I'm going to have to. Yeah, right? you are. It's already out? It's out. Uh, it came out today. Or today or this week. Oh, my goodness gracious. So, it's, it's a brand new one. So going to have to read that. Yep. Yeah. Or someone's going to have to tell me what happens. That's true. You'll have to report back <laughs> yeah. to us on that no matter what. Next week, Ryan, I'm very excited for this episode. I am all fired up for this episode. I w- you I w- are. I would invite you all to listen to the episode, even if you don't see the movie, even if you don't have time to see it, because I guarantee you I'm going to have a lot of fun with the Happy Time Murders. I've been looking forward to this since I yep. saw the first trailer. This thing could not be more up my alley. No, this is like your this is like your thing. This, like, is, this is like rated if, R Muppet. If someone, if someone said like, what kind of movie do, do you think Rich would want to make? I was like, some probably like some like horror movie having to deal with like the supernatural or like. The Muppets, Sesame Street, but like rated R. Like you would want to do that with like Muppets, like, you know, hand releasing silly string all over each other, you know? (laughs) Oh, God. That would be, that's kind of like right up like his alley. That would, that would make the most sense to me. Yeah. Looks amazing. All right. It looks amazing. So do you, do you get to get out of here right now or do you get some time for some, some questions of anyone? I don't know if we've had any yet. Fire away some questions while we're at it. If we're in the chat, throw us some questions. And thank you. There, I, there was a lot of people who, first of all, Mac, who subscribed again. Thanks, Mac. Um, a couple of people who threw follows while we were doing this. Thank you so much. I did see them, um, but I was trying to uh, make this make this a thing. So let's see. I'm trying to see. Uh, I'm sorry, Joe. I did not mean to call you Jeff. There's actually another. There's a Dr. Jeff that used to tweet me, but that's not. That's certainly not you. That's not it. Have you heard from? Uh, have you heard from? Um, What's the guys? Uh, not Andy Dufresne Count or whatever Chocula? his name is. Oh, no, no. Andy Dufresne. Haven't heard from him recently. Uh, I, mean, uh, some, I mean, sometimes I have to scroll through the old mentions. Does The Great Outdoors count as a camping movie? No, it does not. No. No, because it, it, okay. So this isn't like a camping movie. This is a summer camp movie. Yeah. All right. Mac, Mac asks, best camp activity? Sacks. <laughs> heavy petting <laughs> yeah. old fashions dry humping 
Uh, no, the best camp activity. Uh, I was very much involved in archery and riflery and a program called Land Sports, which was basically just like any playground game you could think of. We played it, uh, including like. Um, but we did when I was a camp counselor. Me and this guy, we we had this idea. We did Retirement Day, which was basically like bingo, hmm. uh, shuffleboard, um like card games and like we had a the one thing was like a prune juice drink off <laughs> that's pretty good and so he's like so he's like Davey you handle like the prune juice chugging station I'm like all right I got it and it's like a hundred degrees outside Ugh. and what he didn't tell me was that like I I wasn't supposed to chug against every single kid who came up to me <laughs> oh so I had a line like 20 kids deep and I'm just like racing them with like solo cups of prune juice that did not end well no. for me. Let me let me tell you this much about that. How much. long did it take you to get regular? Uh, 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 no, I was like, I was regular, but it was just like rock solid. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, let's see, David, did you realize that Fired Up is actually a spoof of a cheerleading movie? Yeah, I did. I just, I don't, I don't care. It was, it was silly, <laughs> it was stupid. Um, outside of Gimp, what? <laughs> Uh, I'm just reading. I'm seeing it in with a question mark. Best X Men video game. Uh, my the favorite arcade. is the the arcade. Yeah. Well done. Oh, you you jumped or the X Men Origin, the Wolverine one was I actually got there uh, same time as you did. Maybe even a little bit before. You did. You did. You beat me to it. Worst camp activity was probably be uh, sailing or um, ecology was was pretty bad too. Or just waking up early. Am I right? I just. I mean that. Yeah, or if you had to be like, it was your turn to clean up breakfast. No. Like that was for that the was birds. For um, the this game, the nose goes game is where I learned that at camp. That was a good one where you're like whoever you just like the counselor does that. That was for meatballs, by the way. They did that meatballs. There you go. Uh, yeah, this, no, I would say the swim, the swim lessons didn't stink. It was the swim test that sucked. Mm. Best camp snack. Anything. Uh, Let's see. Camp snack. I was going to say something really offensive. You were. Don't do that. I'm not going to do, do that. I like my job. Um, snack combos. You said best snack combo. So combos were pretty good. Mm. Talent shows were always fun. Let me just let everybody know right now, Ryan, you can rate, review, and subscribe on the iTunes. We're closing in on 200 uh, ratings, I believe it is. Which is good. So keep those coming. How many, keep reviewing. How many negative ones? Three? Five, something All right. like that. That's not bad. I think I think we have. I think we're at like two one stars, three two stars, or vice versa, something like that. Yep. And shout out to the guy who chirped me on Twitter and said that like Mac and Goo is way better than us. <laughs> I didn't know we were in direct competition <laughs> with are. Mac and Goo, but it I'm is glad a to know that like, rivalry. There's a lot yeah. of uh, hatred at Dork Podcast on Twitter, YouTube.com/slash Dork Podcast. You can email us anytime mm-hmm. you'd like. Dork Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, check out Davey on Twitch, twitch.tv slash rvond. Which you are, uh, if you are watching right now, thank you very much. Yes. Um, the other thing, too, so we do read all of your email. Anything you say to us, we do read it. And actually, Rich, we have that email we have to discuss that guy sent today. We yes. Have to do, he wants to help to us out with that. something. He wants to help us out with something. So that's good. And we, we'll, we'll take some help. And and positive feedback or constructive criticism is always welcomed by by us. I'm getting way better at it. We're not responding. I certainly don't mind it. Davey sometimes gets his uh, britches up in a bunch, but that's that's you know that's what happens. Yeah. That's all right, Ryan. We're I, all learning. We're all we're all expanding we're, as humans. 
We're just trying to get Expanding? better. Is what it is. Expanding our own universe. Our universe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that'll that'll pretty much put the bow on it here. Well, that'll do it for you. I'm going to stick around and take some more questions. I know rolling. you have to go. I'm going to. No, I'm, I'm going to keep podcast. I'm ending the podcast. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Download the podcast. And look who it is. It's my wife. Look who it is. There she is. Pop the screen. Her podcast debut. She is run away now. She's not coming back. That'll do it. Not, Maybe next week. She's gonna no, she's gonna stay in the house. She's just not gonna That's be on the podcast. She's not wanna be in the podcast. All right. Out of the room. Okay. All right. Goodbye. Okay. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.